Hello everyone and welcome to Are You Freaking Serious? Today we got the report from the Bureau of Labor Statistics on jobs. That's right, jobs for the month of June. And I thought it was very interesting because I listened to President Biden take incredible uh, credit for the big number of jobs that came forth. Now, the expectation was somewhere around 268,000 jobs. That's what was expected. That was the median expectation. But we came out with 372,000. Pretty big in relation to what was expected. So, of course, pounding the table, his press secretary, and also himself on what a strong economy and a recovery from COVID, and we should fall down our knees and be thankful for the job that President Biden is doing. Now, before worshiping at the altar, I think maybe we should take a look at a few other numbers and also the numbers that made up the Bureau of Labor Statistics data, because there were two surveys that were given today. One was the report that was done by the Bureau of Labor Statistics. The other that was presented by the BLS was the household survey. Now, that's done by the Census Bureau. They take a, a polling of approximately 60,000 households. That's right, 60,000 households, whereas the establishment polling is done of 144,000 workplaces. Now, in that household, you could have three workers, five workers, two workers. We don't know, but you'll get an idea. Now, the interesting thing is that when the household survey came out, it didn't show an increase in jobs for the month of June. As a matter of fact, it showed a stunning decrease, a loss of 315,000 jobs. That is amazing. Now, if you take a look since March, the establishment uh, information, the establishment report, has shown a gain of 1.124 million jobs. Hmm, that sounds great. But the household survey shows a loss of 347,000 jobs. That's a swing of about 1.5 million jobs. One's got to be right and one's got to be wrong. I mean, we're not talking about a few thousand jobs here. We're talking about a massive, massive differential. And that's what led me to look at how these things are figured out. Yes, how do they do this? What is the difference between the establishment survey and the household survey? Now, these surveys are done the week of the 12th of the prior month. So in this instance, the week of the 12th for the month of June, that's when the survey is done. Now, as I said, when we take a look at the establishment, let's just look at the establishment first of all. The establishment, the Bureau of Labor Statistics, they pull 144,000 different workplaces. It's non-farm. It is... Uh, a report that comes back, and it has certain things that are in it. Now, the first thing that's in it is that there is no age requirement. No, no age requirement at all. And so if you are, as my grandson is, taking a job for a couple of months, he's working at Chick-fil-A down there in, uh, in the south, and he's got that job for a couple of months, 
guess what? That counts as a job. That's added in. Okay, nothing, no age requirement at all. You could put your nine-year-old cutting grass for the neighbor, getting paid for it, and that is a job that's been added to the workplace. Okay, now the next thing is that when when we take a look at it, um, the going back to work, because you know COVID kept a lot of people out of work. A lot of people stayed home, and they didn't find themselves going back to work because they were getting that nice paycheck from the government. But now that that's primarily run out, their unemployment's run out, it's time to go back and find a job, go back to where you were working. And so the establishment analysis counts that back to work, even though it's the same job you had, it's counted as a new job. That's correct. It's counted as a new job. So that inflates the number also. Now, in addition to that, this is what I like as far as the most significant part of the establishment analysis. Let's say that you are working full time, but you've discovered that it's not enough to pay for the gas. It's not enough to pay for the food. You can't finance. You've got a couple of kids that are home and you're working. The wife is staying at home and she's being a stay-at-home mom. She's doing the work. She's got a couple of young kids, not of school age, taking care of them, but you just can't cut the mustard. So what do you sit down, sit down with your wife and suggest, well, you're going to find a second job and she's going to find a job. Okay. But you're going to get that second job and maybe you find out, no, honey, I don't want you to work. Not only will I get the second job, I'll get the third job. I do a little part-time thing over here and that's what I'll do. Okay. So now you've got this guy working three jobs, multiple jobs. And so what does he do? How is it counted? It's counted as three separate jobs. One individual with three separate jobs. And that's added in to that 372000 increase. Now let's compare it to what the household survey says. First of all, there is an age requirement. Anything for counting jobs has to be above 16 years of age. 16 years old, I should say, 16 years old, and if you got a job there, it's counted. But if you're 14 or 13 or 15 or 12, that's not counted in the workforce. Because remember, you're not part of the participation pool. You're a school-aged child. Okay. Now, in addition to that, they don't count going back to work as a job. I have a job. I'm working at this particular restaurant, and now I'm finally going back. They've kept the job open for me. I go back. That doesn't count in the household. That's just just uh, rejoining and getting back your old job. That's not a new job. So that's not counted. And, oh, by the way, it only counts people in the workforce. If I've got three jobs, it doesn't count me as three different people. What it's telling me is, is this economy strong? If I've got to go back to work and get three jobs to pay for everything that I've got, I think this is, well, extremely misleading. Household survey today showed a loss 
of 315,000 jobs versus the 372 established by the BLS. Now, this reminds me of an old story, and I want to finish today's show with this old story that is just, I think, so appropriate for the Biden administration. Three people, older people, couldn't make their uh, ends meet, see an ad for this job in the newspaper. And the three guys go down and they apply for a particular job. The job is working in this uh, in this office. They don't really tell you what the job is, but the three guys don't care because it's part-time. So the three guys walk in there, and they're sitting there. And uh, the first gentleman walks in, and the person who's interviewing him says, All right, we've seen what your background is. We see that you were an accountant. You're retired now, and that's very good. But we have one question for you. What's two plus two? And the accountant looks at him and he says, well, you know, he says, uh, we have strict standards in the accounting world and we'd have to go strictly by the standards of what are laid out by the government. Now, the government does give us some leeway that we can go, but historically and actually to be pinpoint accurate, the answer is four. And so the guy who's interviewing him says, very, very good. We'll let you know. The second guy comes in and the interviewer says to him, you know, it's wonderful to have you here. I see you were an attorney. He says, I see you retired. And he says, we're glad to have you applying for this job. We only have one question. What's two plus two? The attorney thinks for a second. He puts his legal brain and his legal cap on. And he says, well, there's a lot of gray areas there. When you ask me that question, what is, I have to understand if you're looking for an answer or description, uh, two plus two, could you give me a strengthening and a better understanding of the word plus? Is it a mathematical term? Is it an expansion? I mean, I, I need a little bit more clarification. And until I get that, I can't give you the answer. Okay, the interviewer says, very good answer, please leave, and we'll let you know. The third guy walks in and he says, uh, I'm glad to have you here. I see that you were with the Biden administration. You were part of his inner circle, and I see you've left because of, well, extenuating circumstances, but we're glad that you're uh, applying for this job. We only have one question. What's two plus two? The guy sits there for a second and he thinks and he looks and he puts on his Joe Biden government hat and he looks at the man and he says, two plus two, what do you need it to be? What do you need it to be? The man says, you're hired. Are you freaking serious? Till next time, I'm Bill Tatro.